it's Linda and BJ and this is podcasting PJs except it wasn't at the time it was us recording on the what was it the voice memo on my phone uh, so we watched Kong Skull Island there's gonna be another intro it's like a double intro uh, yeah, so we just wanted to let you guys know that this was the first time we were doing it, and we didn't know what we were doing. The format so, was weird. Yeah, we pretty were, much. But we were noobs. Nevertheless, noobs. we're still posting it for you to enjoy. Right. Okay. So enjoy it. All right. We're going to watch Kong Skull Island, movie two in the MonsterVerse. You got anything to say? No, I don't have anything to say. This is going to be a running theme where we're both cranky before we watch the movie. Apparently. Apparently. All right. All right. Kong, Skull Island. Yes, Kong, Skull Island. We just watched it. What did you think? I liked it better than Godzilla a little bit. It was still really long. It uh I liked the I thought it was better character work. You know, Samuel L. Jackson is very good at playing kind of a crazy guy. Also like everyone in these movies are also in the Marvel movies, like Loki and Captain Marvel and uh, Nick Fury, like, I feel like Warner Brothers and Marvel are like, my actors, no my actors, no my actors. Uh, yeah, I guess you, may, you have a point with that. My overall opinion, though, <clears throat> is like you said, it started out the beginning sequences. Very similar to mm-hmm. Godzilla, uh, 2014 Godzilla's, just to make sure. Yeah. Um, and then, then there felt like an overriding theme with Monarch, mm-hmm. which we still... So we got a little bit more, right? Yeah. So Monarch is a... Monster hunting organization type thing? I guess. Mm-hmm. But, so... It takes another step in that evolution of how we're now going to come together, right? I will say that I really like that it was set in the 70s. Um, so it's like set before the events of Godzilla. Oh, really? Well, Godzilla would takes place contemporaneously, like it's in 2014. And this all happens in 1973. Oh, that's right. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. So does that... So then Godzilla, King of Monsters, then time frame-wise, where are they going to... I think that it comes after Godzilla. I think it, it's like, timeline-wise, I think it's Kong, Godzilla, then... Godzilla, King of Monsters? Yeah. But they did more world-building in this one, like the whole Hollow Earth thing. Because I think that's a really big part of the, the and other, I know... one, other movies. And I know this is a hot take, obviously, but 
give us a little bit more of that. Like, I was really interested to kind of see where they were headed with that. Whereas the, the movie itself mm-hmm. really started to center around this fight to, okay, I'm going to kill Kong because he took my men. I think, And was... then it kind of devolved a little bit into finally, like, let's yeah. accept Kong for who he is as a protector of this island type of thing. Yeah, it definitely had some of the same kind of story beats as Godzilla, which is like, let's kill all the monsters. And like, but one of the monsters is helping to kill the other monsters. So maybe just let them do that. It did do a lot Get better out of their explanation way. of that though, right? Like, yeah, it, it set it up like, better. It felt like there wasn't a lot of um, exposition in telling you, okay, this is what's happening, as opposed to let's... let's put the pieces together for this world to make sense yeah i do like because like samuel l's character he like it wasn't even i mean it was a little bit about like oh they killed my men but it was more about like he's fighting this war and he's not able to finish it you know what i mean like that just that little scene in the beginning where he's got like all of his medals in a box he's like what was it all for yeah. There's a lot of the disillusionment of war that comes from the and, 70s. And what was his death? There was no meaning for his death. Yeah. Oh, the and the grenade guy's death. That, I fucking hate that when it's like, I'm going to make a sacrifice. Just kidding. It doesn't do anything. Well, yes, I agree with your point that that guy died for no reason. And I'm sure he has a name, so this is terrible. I know. We don't even remember. But... We More importantly to me was like, well, Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. he, like, he delivered on the his character, like, yeah. and he always does in all of his movies. But that, needless to say, his death really didn't mean much to the story. Yeah, I, the character work was a lot better though, because I mean, it, maybe it doesn't impact the story, but it definitely is like part of like that character. Like, well, we like can put he's this... gonna. He's going to die in a conflict. Like, he does not want to go back to, like, his I civilian mean, life. In in the name of, like, comparing films, since mm-hmm. that's typically what we do here, Godzilla and Brian Cranston's character died for the purpose of, you know, moving the story a little bit more forward. I mean, I feel like he it was more like shock felt. Like... He died kind of like John... But John Goodman, at least, was, like, in the movie more than Brian Cranston was. But it's uh, like, and, we're going to kill also... the big-name actor. Right. Yeah. So he's there to help push the story forward, as with Samuel L. Jackson, he's more like, as a center... More of a character. More of a character and, and centered around. Yeah. Because there were a lot of moments where it's like, wait, I'm going to stare at... Stare into Kong's eyes, like, I am going to deliver justice for you taking my men type of things. Like, well... I think that he's, like, he's kind of like a transference. Like, he's put all of the death and and bitterness of the the war onto Kong. Which is a good character um, story to kind of give him. I liked uh, Eugene Cordero. He was in this movie. We know that. So, BJ, you went to high school with Eugene Cordero, but you didn't meet him because you were a freshman when he was a senior. Why is that? 
important to this. Because it's a good context of, like, why do they care? Other than the fact that I'm a huge Eugene Cordero fan. Yeah. So, Eugene, if you're listening to this, we both love you. And you went to high school together. But you don't know who I am. Because you were a senior and he was, like, a little bitty freshman. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little itty bitty freshman. Okay. You were. Brother Rice. Dropping names. Like, dropping names. People are going to be Googling. No, no one's going to be, no one's going to listen to this. Uh, I know. Anyway. Um, I like that you also pointed out, like, just like in some of the older King Kong um, movies, that he's, like, really drawn to, like, that female energy. Where he was like, I'm going to fight this fucking monster with this, like, girl in my hand, but she's miraculously okay. Oh, yeah. Brie Larson. Captain Marvel, by the way. Yeah. Lives through that. Like, come on. It's Brie Larson, though. She's... I don't understand why people hate her. I love her. I think she's really great. Well, that's a whole other thing into itself, that's I think. That's a whole other thing. I guess so. But... I love Brie Larson, too. Yeah. But not because she was just a female. It felt like... So, let's... If you want to break it down a little bit, like, she was the only female in the movie. It's like, well, oh, other than the the Asian woman that had one or two lines, like... Yeah. I think that that's her and the Hollow Earth scientist guy. I think they were there more as set up for future movies. It seemed... It felt like to me. Because, yeah, you're right. They didn't really have much character building or, like, interactions really... Um, I will say, though, that the, um, you know, photography and photojournalism was a really big part of, like, the Vietnam War era, and, you know, she makes a really good, she has a good line at the beginning of the film, which is that, like, you know, the photographs are going to shape how people view it, but also, like... They were like, why would you want to go to this uncharted island for mapping? And it's like, she could be the first person to document, like, a new species. Or, like, why wouldn't she want to do that? That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that was cool. Didn't need to say, I don't know. Like, no, that makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense. Like, Yeah. But a lot more of this film was set up paid off and felt a lot better we instead of us complaining about you know monsters Lack not being in the film like yeah. kong right from the get-go we got him there was a little bit of a pause in the middle of the movie where they had to figure out how to kill samuel l jenks and the character but right back into the monster action which satisfying tell yeah, you that for, for 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 a monster movie and, and you don't get that very often um in monster films so yeah it was definitely better in that regard um and you really got to feel kong a little bit more as a character because you got to spend some like time with him where you know he's watching the aurora borealis and like they're talking about his parents and so you parents yeah the the remember the the graves and they were like these are kong's parents oh like his family yeah kind of thing? i got it. Yeah, and I got it. uh you know even just the moment where he's like sitting and he's like drinking the water and then he eats the fucking octopus which was cool but um 
It's just these little moments that, like, I hate to say it humanizes him because he's a giant gorilla, but it does, like, humanize him a little bit. It, it uh, um, gives you a connection. Yeah. I did like that the film wasn't, like, looking for comedic beats all the time. Mm. It wasn't, like, let's insert funny joke every other moment. Like, Mm -hmm. it was more of, you know, centered around their journey, and it didn't feel like you needed to to add that type of... That's Marvel, like, let's undercut a dramatic moment. With everything. Yeah. Yeah. So there were funny parts, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't like detract from it. There were a couple of like, oh, we're not gonna, we're just not gonna talk about. We're just, everybody's fine with this. Everybody's way too calm. I thought that was kind of funny. Or yeah, he's like, am I talking out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the guy from Detroit that was in um, Slivko. No, no, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, he was in The Good Place. What's his name? Oh, the attorney dude? Yeah. I forgot his name. We're so bad at this. We don't even, we didn't even look up his name. Anyway, he's awesome. So what was the point of Landsat? Was that, Landsat, was that like the mapping? Yeah, they were going to map it. And then. Okay, because it looked like, Mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm. it looked like they had a map of what it looked like. So. They had a satellite image, but they didn't have like any like topography or anything. Okay, which still, and we both looked at each other when we were watching this, like, okay, so there's an island clouded by storms that we're going to fly into. Right, and we're like, that's not a thing that happens. And then drop bombs? Like, come on. Oh, the drop bombs thing wasn't Landsat. That was John Goodman. That was Monarch. Yeah, because they he, were... he wanted to flesh out Kong, Kong. or whatever. He didn't know necessarily that it was Kong. He knew there was something there. That makes more sense. Yeah, because we were like, why would you drop fucking bombs on an island that's uncharted? Do you know how many species that there could be on that island that you are, like, going to destroy? It's just, like, the dumbest fucking thing. And then he was like, just kidding. It was to do this. And we're like, oh, well. I mean, it makes sense that's why you did it. But, like, how did anybody buy that? Everybody was just like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. We don't know enough about this to correct you? I don't know. Yeah, we really don't. I did like the running, like, Dear Billy kind of running commentary that the soldiers do. Like what? Because Chapman's writing to his son at the beginning. And mm. so all, all throughout the movie, they do, like, Dear Billy. Dear Billy. You know, this place is hell. Well, Dear as, Billy. As, a, as a way to cope, too, maybe a little bit with his loss at the end. like. Well, but also it, it's, like, one of those emotional through lines that kind of carries better and you care about them a little bit more than you do with Ford from Godzilla. Ford Brody. Ford Brody that from doesn't Godzilla. Make sense, but whatever. Yeah. I kept waiting for like them to connect somehow to characters from Godzilla. Um but I didn't catch any. Well, to your point, though, time frame-wise, Godzilla took place after this movie. Well, yeah, but so I was expecting, like, somebody from that movie, like, their parents to be one of these people. Uh, but I, like, I don't think that it good on you. really good connected. On you. I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch any yeah, good on connections. You, so. 
Where are we at time-wise? It's 14 minutes. We have less to say. Well, it's kind of funny because when a movie is better, you're, you're, we're just kind of okay with it. We, we're not like ripping it to shreds like we did with Godzilla. I know. We, were, we had a lot to say about Godzilla. But also I think that because like I have the, a little bit of a headache. Well, so I wasn't as engaged. All right. So as we go further, mm-hmm. then let's talk about maybe anything you didn't like what was maybe lacking or i guess we should do a summary we talked about yeah we didn't do a summary uh, of the actual film so yeah maybe you can take us away with a really quick super super quick summary so uh, an american and a japanese uh fight uh fighters in world war ii land on an island and they're like we will kill each other and then kong is like bitch you won't and then we flash forward, it's the 70s, Vietnam War. John Goodman's like, we need to go to this island. And the senator's like... To save their... Like, they said they were broke, right? Like, mama? Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make sense that they have this fucking huge secret facility at the end. But alright. So, um, he's like, hey, senator person, like... Shouldn't we go explore this crazy island before the Russians do? <laughs> and Senator Person's like, sure, fine. And uh, John Goodman's like, also, we need a military escort. Because I know that there's monsters, but you don't believe that. So then Samuel L. Jackson's like, I want to keep fighting this war, but I can't. And that sucks. And everyone else is like, fuck yeah, we get to go home. And then Senator Guy calls up Samuel L. Jackson and is like, hey, you want to keep fighting? And he's like, fuck yeah, I do. He's like, are you sure? Cause I, and he's like, no, fuck you. Yes, we're definitely going to go keep fighting. And his men are like, aw, shucks. And then John Goodman's like, hey, I know that we already have a military escort, but we also need to justify the fact that Tom Hiddleston can't do an American accent and we want him in this movie, so let's go hire him at a Bangkok um, bar so he can beat up nameless Asian people. And they're like, we'll give you lots of money. And he's like, okay. And then um, Captain Marvel is developing photographs and somebody calls her on the phone and is like, hey, why are you going on this island? You could be like, your photos could be in time. And she's like, three of my sources have said the same thing. So somebody's hiding something. And everyone's like, okay, cool. So then they go. um, The scientist guy is like, we're going to drop bombs to get seismic things. And everyone's like, that makes sense. Yeah, Except I'll just that, go with it. <laughs> although Captain Marvel and Loki are like, this doesn't really make sense. And they're like, yeah, but I ain't saying shit about it. And they're like, all right. <laughs> so then they go and they drop bombs, and Kong's like, the fuck? And like, smashes the helicopters, and Samuel is like, I'm mad about this. Well, they lose. <laughs> there was like, how many helicopters that flew? A lot of helicopters. <laughs> and they're just all Kong. Kong is like, not in my house. And, uh,. Then they're all separated. Uh, people die from a giant spider thing. We build some emotional bonds with people. Samuel so, L. is like, what the fuck, John Goodman? And John Goodman's like, yeah, I knew that there were monsters, but everyone thought I was crazy. And Samuel L. is like, you know you got like a bunch of people fucking killed because you wanted to do this. And he's like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Well, get me back here. So Exposition. We can get me back home so that we can. Plot needs to happen. Yeah. 
so then Captain Marvel and Loki and <laughs> random guy from Detroit uh, find uh, Aboriginal people that live on this island. And uh, John C. Riley, who's like, hey, I'm a little bit crazy because I've been here for a long, long time. Let me give you exposition, 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 exposition. Also, the Japanese guy died, but they were really good friends. So now he has a sword um, and knows how to use it. They used their plane parts to build a boat, but they Japanese guy died before they could like finish it. Also, I think that the they call it a plot, which I thought was cute because it's a plane boat, which I thought was cute. That was fun. Um, so they go on the plot and then meet up with Samuel L. Jackson and he's like, we got to save Chapman, but Chapman's dead. He's the dear Billy person. Um, and John C. Ryland is like, maybe we should not go this way. And they're like, fuck you. He's like, I've lived here 28 years. What do I know? He literally says that, but he still goes with them because, okay. (laughs) They're my people. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, so they go to where Kong's parents died, and he's like, did I not tell you that this place, we shouldn't be here? But he still goes with them. And, uh, then they find out that Chapman was dead because one of the guys throws, one of the lizard, actually the lizard skull crawler things were actually kind of cool looking. They yeah, had, like, they were two like legs. snake, lizard, with two legs and a fucking mouth like, uh... It was like a very skull shaped head. I thought the design was pretty pretty badass it was interesting yeah so the the little bitty ones come up and they're like and people are like "Mm, this is bad and then they're like oh look chapman's dead i guess we should go now and samuel is like i think the fuck not let's go kill kong you know kong's the only thing like keeping the other big bad things away from us and he's like nope fuck you i'm gonna go do crazy things because i'm crazy now Okay. No, I think he was crazy <laughs> from the beginning, but okay. Well, all right. <laughs> so he's like, crazy now. come on, military people. Come with me and let's blow up King Kong. Cool. And then... Yeah, he comes uh, pretty close, though. Yeah. At least the movie makes it feel like it is. Tom Hiddleston and... Uh, um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel go up on a mountain and they see Kong and she, like... Touches his female fur. energy. Female energy. She's like, yeah, I have lady energy, and Kong's like, I dig it. And there's a lot of prolonged eye contact, and we're like, hmm, humanity. <laughs> and then they're like, we're gonna go save Kong. So then they have like a military stand down, and then there's a big monster fight. Kong fights the the big big bad lizard because we only had little little baby lizards. But then the mama comes to play, and it's like, ah, I'm scary. And they fight. Brie Larson gets knocked into the water, and Kong's like, no, female energy. And he, like, <laughs> sco- she falls in the water for fucking ever. Like, there's no buoyancy whatsoever. Like, I don't know what she was carrying in her trousers that just made her sink <laughs> for, like, five minutes. But anyway, <laughs> Kong scoops her out, and then he has her in his hand, and the lizard thing's like, I'm not dead. So he's fighting one-handed. At no point is he like, maybe I'll set her down gently and finish this fucking fight. No. But all right. Kong literally finishes the fight by killing the monster. Oh, at one point. By ripping his tongue out and his innards. (laughs) Kong has like, is like chained and he like breaks his chains. And then he 
like fucking swing chains like the propeller oh, yeah, of his that, boat yeah and like, then he uses it as brass fucking knuckles and i was like this is actually pretty legit for a monster fight like it was a pretty good monster fight but anyway this is before he's holding real larson in his hand now he's holding real larson in his hand and then like <clears throat> lizard mama chomps on his hand that is holding Brie larson but yet he's still somehow able to like rip out his innards and his tongue through it but she's still fine because we are yeah. suspending so much belief yeah, we spent a lot, to we enjoy spent this. A lot of belief. <laughs> so then they all go on their plot and they make it to their rendezvous. And then we see old timey footage of John C. Riley reuniting with his family. Um, very surprised that homegirl did not remarry. That would have made things really awkward. Yeah, they should have done that. Anyway, he, he gets his beer and his hot dog that he was... <laughs> very much missing. He was very much missing his beer and his hot dog. Um, and then there's a, a post credit stinger because they're like, well, listen, well, if we we're going to be fighting with Marvel, we're going to... We do have to talk a little bit about that. So okay. to finish, to cap off, yes, the, the after the credits, and obviously spoilers at this point. This whole fucking thing's a spoiler, but all right. Right, I get it, but... So now, apparently... Um, Tom Hiddleston's character and Brie Larson's character are either being held captive or being interviewed in what seems to be Monarch, this previous organization that was broke mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie. I guess apparently now it's not. Maybe John Goodman was just a fucking liar. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. We don't... It, it, not a lot of consistency. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't... Mm, anyway. But either way... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Dre dude. Wow. Dr. Easy That's e. the guy that plays. No, that was Easy E was the soldier guy. No, the other guy, Corey Hawkins, is Dr. Dre from. Dr. Dre and Easy E were in this movie? Yeah. Oh, he looks very different in this movie. I didn't realize that that was Dr. Dre. And he's a really good actor. They're, yeah, so not only are they like taking all of the Marvel actors, they're also taking the straight out of Compton. Actors. Yeah, straight out of Compton. There we go. <laughs> Straight Look out of for Compton. a Cuba Call back to Straight Outta Compton for that. Yeah. But either way, so to finish up the stinger, they both talk to Dr. Dre character. And they find out that there's more. So obviously, if you're listening to this, there's a big more, a bigger Monsterverse. monster universe. universe that they're creating. So that was really the kind of encapsulation of of this movie to i hope a bigger world yeah and they're showing us cave paintings of all the other the cave paintings of these other monsters and then the whole possibly godzilla roar at the very end oh yeah that's totally godzilla's roar yeah i i was pretty like yeah you got it our dog started barking all right well i don't remember that ria did either way overall time it was pretty good. It, we are at 25, 26 minutes. 26 minutes. So, literally, the next time we do this, summary at the beginning. Yeah. Final thoughts. Final thoughts? Uh, I thought it was better because it had more character moments. It was a little bit more emotional. The world building, um, the monster fights were pretty fucking cool. I'm actually more excited now to see Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Uh, I, I will 100% agree with you on <laughs> much more and yes yeah, someone's at the door so. alright so signing off and watching this film <laughs>